In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Folks, welcome into another edition of the OBR podcast. Hope you enjoyed the podcast with Jake Burns yesterday. If not, make sure you check it out and check out my uh, Tuesday morning talking about the game and making sure that we are always thinking in context because context is important. Really excited to talk to Fred Greetham, our longtime legendary. Uh, Cleveland Browns beat reporter here for the OBR. So I'll have Fred on here in a second. But first, let me talk to you about Indeed 2020. Listen, it's, it's almost over, folks, but it shaped the way we work. Businesses across the globe have been challenged and continue to be challenged to be their most efficient which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site. According to Comscore, Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. So, folks, hope you're excited. We're going to talk. Listen, I can get excited sometimes. Jake can get excited sometimes. Fred tends to bring us down in a level-headed kind of way. He doesn't get too low. He doesn't get too high. And that's what happens when you get to work with a professional like Fred. So let's talk to Fred. All right, folks, as promised, bringing in our legend, Fred Greetham. Fred, we're, we're past the Monday night football game, going into Sunday night football uh, just want to jump right into it. How's Fred feeling after the Cleveland Browns fell to the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football, forty-seven to forty-two? Well, you know, I I have kind of mixed feelings about it. I mean, obviously the loss um, hurts the way they they lost. You know, sometimes you know it's easier for a team, I think, to get over a blowout than lose on the last play of the game, but. Um, with that said, I mean, all along I said this was about the progress of this team. Um, obviously, the season opener get blown out 38-6. to six. Come back and really, you know, if weren't for, you know, field goal kicker with an extra point and a field goal, you might have won. Uh, you don't throw a pick, which was basically a pick six, you might have won. So all things being considered, I think there's a lot of silver lining to this, to me, 
this season was how they were playing in the second half of the season. And also the biggest factor to me was Baker Mayfield and his play. I think that he has ascended here since the bye week. He's putting games together. Yeah, you throw, you take the the interception away. Obviously, that was big. But he brought the team back from 14 points down. He brought the team back from seven points down late in the game. And he's doing everything that you would expect of a number one overall pick. So, I mean, with that said, I went into the Titans-Ravens, those two games, feeling if you could split those two, you'd be in great shape. Sure, if you want them both. But I really didn't think um, anybody would, you know, that's watching would think that they would win both games. Um, so they're still in good shape. The biggest thing is if they don't suffer a letdown and and lose to one of these New York games, you know, the Giants or the Jets. You win both them games, you know, I don't think it matters what happens with the Steelers game as far as getting into the playoffs. It might matter where you, you know, where your seat is. But you take care of business when the games you're supposed to win here and you'll be in great shape. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting for a very young team uh, going to New York two weeks in a row. And and actually, I, I didn't think to ask this until right now. Fred, do you know if the plan is for them to come back in between games or are they staying in New York over the week? I'm sure they're coming back. I haven't heard anything um, different. And there's, you know, usually there's talk about it, especially with the COVID situation. I think that you know, they would just be um, back into their own cocoon or their bubble back here in Berea. Originally, when they, it was kind of an up-in-the-air game that the Jets game could be on Saturday, could have been could have been a different scenario. But, yeah, I don't, I, you know, it's just like any other back-to-back game. I don't think it's like you're trying to get used to the climate or anything. It's pretty much you know, the same as, as here, as far as weather. So no, I, I would, I would assume they'll be coming back after the game, but there hasn't been any dialogue about it that I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you don't know, then it's not happening is how I, I assume things. And so I think it'll be interesting for a young team, you know, Christmas is on a Friday. They have the second of their New York games, you know, then on the 27th. And so just a young team kind of getting through the end of the season. And so, you know, if they if they worst case scenario end up eleven and five uh, with a loss to the Steelers at the end of the season, then they're, they're eleven and five, and I think that's probably better than either of us expected at this point in time. So, Fred, for you, the last two games, the Tennessee game, so the Browns have beat two good teams, the Colts and the Titans. Those are two, you know, good to really good teams, teams that are pushing for playoffs. Obviously, they've lost twice to the Ravens and to the Steelers, and then to the Raiders. Does your thoughts about what you hope or expect to happen in the playoffs, have they changed over the last couple of weeks or still kind of, if they win, you'd kind of be surprised kind of place. What do you think about their, their playoff hopes at this point in time? Well, I, I just feel like it would do wonders going into next year. If you could get in the playoffs, just so you get that experience and you get your feet wet. Listen, Jared, I don't have any visions of grandeur. This defense stinks, (laughs) and I don't think it's a playoff-worthy defense. You know, when you're giving up 30 points a game, they've given up, you know, going into the bye, they were averaging over, giving up 30 
4.3 a game, I think. They had the three bad weather games, and they got it down a little bit. But they're still, you know, it's just like the other night. Unless they take the ball away, I don't think they can stop another team, especially when you don't have some of the guys, you know, like Ward playing, and and uh, you just don't have the, the, the secondary. I mean, most of the guys playing defense – the way I look at it, are not even going to be on the team next year. That's how I feel about it. I mean, they might be, they might bring some of them back as backups, but I cannot see them, you know, in that situation where they're playing these guys. The four secondary guys that started the other night, I mean, if they had everybody healthy in a perfect world, it would have been Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward at corner, Grant Delpit, and even Ronnie Harrison at safety. So, you know, none of them are around right now or, or played, you know, the other night, they might get Ward back this week, but the other three, I don't think you're going to see. So, so back to the, the question is, yeah, I don't have big visions. You want to live in the moment. Sure. If you get in the playoffs, you sure hope you can make a run. Um, but I think a lot of that would be on the defense. I, I think this offense could outscore just about anybody now. And I think the offense is in really good shape for the future. I, I can't see really any uh, major need that you need to go get in the off season, but on defense, I think everything is on defense. Get a couple, mm -hmm. get a couple key free agents like you did on the offensive side and, and, Del Pitt coming back would be like getting a high draft pick, you know, next year, bringing him in and hopefully you have Williams healthy and, and, uh, you get, you know, your first round, second round picks all on defense and plug them in and hopefully you're ready to go. Yeah. And folks, that's what having realistic expectations look like, right? Realizing that there's a very good offense in Cleveland and it's Miles Garrett, and especially with all the injuries the last week, at least, or last couple of weeks, it's Miles Garrett and a, a bunch of Jags, right? Olivier Vernon might have a play here or there or a game here or there. Uh, Sheldon Richardson's going to have plays here and there. Larry Ogunjobi might have a play or two. But beyond that, it's a bunch of guys who either aren't going to be here or if they're here, if they return a lot of one-year contracts, they're going to be backups. And so uh, Fred has realistic expectations. That's really important is that you understand that this team can compete on the offensive side of the ball, but unless the other team makes mistakes or Miles Garrett makes a huge play, everything else on the defense has just been, I don't know. Pathetic is the right word, I think. And so that's the next step. That's the next iteration of development like Fred just talked about. So, Fred, you started talking a little bit about Denzel Ward. As you look at uh, it feels like there's just been a lot of nicks and injuries and concussions and legs and these kind of things. Who do we who is has anybody returned this week in practice? I've just been a little busy, uh, so I've missed things. And and really, who do we expect to return for Sunday Night Football and who might return over the next couple of weeks? Well, uh, the three big ones, Denzel Ward, Kaderil Hodge, and Austin Hooper all returned to practice today. They were all listed as limited. We didn't see practice because it was indoors, but the coach said that he expected them all to practice. Um, he backed off a little on Ward saying, we'll see how he goes this week and if he'll be able to play. I think all of them you know, that's, that's what it'll be. It's how do they feel tomorrow after practicing today? 
Um, I talked to Austin Hooper on my radio show um, yesterday. Actually, he called in, does a segment, and I asked him about, and he said the doctors told him to, you know, it'd be best to hold out uh, last week. He says, I'll be, I'll be ready to go next week. We all took that, meaning against the Giants. So I assume he's going to play. Um, but coach said the same thing. We'll see how he responds in practice. The biggest negative um, <clears throat> is that Wyatt Teller didn't practice. I guess he tweaked his ankle in the game. He missed five plays um, in the game, but did return. But he didn't practice today. They're hoping maybe he can get back on the field tomorrow, but who knows? Uh, Sandejo, much to many fans is um <laughs> he's in the concussion protocol and he did not practice so you had two guys not practicing teller and sandejo with the shorter week i don't know if if sandejo get cleared that's a league issue or whatever but um when it comes to um teller that's the biggest question but i think ward will play and i think hodge will play and hooper so they should be uh, pretty much full strength. I look at the Giants injury report and they only have three guys listed and two are limited. And one of them's their quarterback, Daniel Jones. I guess he sprained his ankle in the game. Um, Ian Rappaport said he'd be doubtful, but he's listed as limited today. And the coach said, Joe Judge said that if he cannot defend himself, meaning he can't <laughs> go full speed, that he won't play. So could see old friend Colt McCoy who yeah. did pretty well in leading the Giants to win over the Seahawks a couple weeks ago. Kevin Zeitler was limited, you know, old Browns, and uh, they only had one guy not practice. So all things being said, Browns look like they're in good shape. I did see something. Ronnie Harrison said he's begun to uh, work out and run. I don't know you know, the situation with his shoulder, it wasn't broken. So, or the collarbone, a lot of people thought, so I don't know if he'll have a chance to get back before the season's out or playoffs or whatever. Greedy Williams, uh, most of us assume he's not going to play this year, but asked for some up update and Stefanski said that he's not, they're not ready to put him, you know, and rule him out for the season. He is on a IR, but he could come back anytime. But you just look at this point, you know what, even if he started practicing, how long would it take him to be up to speed, you know? So realistically, I can't see him coming back, but they might think otherwise. So that's where they're at injury wise. That's and and, uh, we'll and, and it's a yeah, it's had a lot of injuries that have crept up, been coming and going, and you know, COVID and and all of that stuff. The Browns have really um, kept some kind of steady ship despite all of that. And I would say the the Wyatt Teller issue with the Giants' defensive line with with Lawrence um, and a couple other guys that uh, Alvin Tomlinson uh, and Leonard Williams, three kind of big, strong guys. Wyatt Teller. Uh, could be a really important injury. Um, Fred, before we finish up, just talking a little bit about the last three games and and 
Uh, you, you used the word letdown. I want to talk about Pepsi real quick. Uh, thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, uh, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. And you might need a little extra because we got Sunday night football this week. Might need a little extra getting to the game, getting through the game, and then the next morning, Monday, hopefully another victory Monday. Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through any game day because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch the game. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Pepsi, made for football watching. So, Fred, um, we ha- I have an idea of the last three games and kind of your thoughts already, but you talked about a letdown, and I know we've talked about Kevin Stefanski a lot. Given everything you've seen from this team, do you think a letdown, is that realistic because it's a young team? Or do you think, you know, we've talked about Stefanski really being a steadying influence. Do you feel confident that he'll be able to steady the ship uh, after that huge Baltimore game, all the energy, all of that kind of stuff? What is your expectations there? Well, I do, but, you know, like you said, he can only do so much. You know, it's the players have to play, and they can't get wrapped up and think we can just show up because, you know, the the Giants don't have the offense we do, and we can just outscore them. Um, It is on prime time. I think that will excite, you know, a lot of the players again. They had the chance to, to do Monday night, and they know they can, you know, redeem themselves at least on the winning side by going out and putting up a good showing and I think they know it's at stake I mean it's right in front of them I I don't rule out any of these games I think they could win them all I'm not I think the the Steelers you know are scuffling right now and uh if that game has meaning I think the Browns will will be in good shape against them because if they score like they did the other night the Steelers don't have that type of uh firepower they have no running game and so with that said I think they'll they'll come out and they'll be ready to go and and uh you know if 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 they don't I think they'll wake up in a hurry and realize that they have to play they just can't show up same way with the Jets game you don't want to be the team that loses the first time to them Absolutely. You know, the one guy that I'm going to be really intrigued to watch against the Giants is going to be Jabril Peppers, another former Brown, uh, just a hugely passionate player, uh, plays with a chip on his shoulder. And I think he's, you know, the the whole Ohio State Michigan thing that played out a little bit with him with the fan base, uh, along with obviously the Browns trading him uh, will will be really interesting for a really high energy, high motivated player. But I think you're right. When you look at these three games, the Giants, they have something to play for. The Jets don't want to go winless, at least the players don't. Um, and but the Browns don't want to be that first loss. And then the Steelers will be really interesting if they ever if they can write the ship before that game, if they just kind of roll into the playoffs and hope to write the ship then. It's gonna be a really interesting finish to the season. But Fred, we get to cover a team that is uh, winning games, is in line for a playoff berth, and we will get to uh, cover a playoff game, most likely. Again, I'm not assuming anything, but most likely we'll have a chance to cover a playoff game. So that's going to be a lot of fun, hopefully, when that comes. Uh, thanks for coming on tonight, Fred, and I uh, hope you have a good rest of the week, brother. Yeah, we're we're talking about things other than the draft and free agency, and you're not writing your 
page mock draft for next year already. You know, it's, so it's hey, really strange. It's, it's it's taken it's taken steps for the future. So yeah, it's fun. It's that's what we've been waiting for. So thanks for having me on. Absolutely, brother. We'll talk soon. All right. See. Ya. As always, enjoy having Fred on and enjoy just kind of hearing where his thoughts are, uh, getting to talk to the team, uh, often getting to see practice, just just his feel for the team and, and where they're at, the injuries, all of those kind of things are always so important, always good information for all of you. So I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you follow uh, at Fred Greetham uh, on Twitter. He's going to have all the videos, all the information uh, as the team goes on. And like he talked about, uh, finding out how Ward and those guys, Hooper, Hodge, are doing the day after the first practice back can be really, really important. So that's tomorrow, guys. So make sure you're following Fred on Twitter, at Fred Greetham. Uh, and so we'll look forward to continuing to talk to Fred as we hopefully, again, hopefully, get to talk about the playoffs as we go forward. So, um, And before we finish up, just want to talk to you about Bet Online. Football is back in full swing. You know, we got three weeks left in the regular season. You may not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win the season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today. Still, they're giving them out. You take them and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures. All day, every day, head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I hope you guys, I don't know if you're like me, this week has seemed to go a little quick with that Monday night football game, but it'll seem to drag going into Sunday night football. Uh, but I can't believe you know I'm recording this on Wednesday going into Thursday. Uh, and you're going to be hearing this Thursday morning uh, that we are already near the end of the week. But I hope your week is going well. Hope you are looking forward to Sunday night football. And as always, please take care of yourself, take care of others, and go Browns.